About two years ago, I started to develop a little pain in my vagina, mostly during sex. I didn't really think anything of it when it started. A couple months later, it became almost unbearable. The first gynecologist that I went to, I asked her if anything looked abnormal, and she just laughed at me. Basically, I was getting very bad abdominal pain to the point where sometimes I would be paralyzed by pain. There was one time I just was struck by this pain and I couldn't move. I just lay down on the airport floor and they had to call the ambulance. I was having a ton of pain, even though I was on a shit ton of morphine. And I told the doctor this and he said, oh, let's up the dosage of morphine and you just got out of surgery, there's gonna be pain. But I knew something was, I fucking knew something was wrong. Yet again to another episode of Period Sis. I'm your host, Mandy B. And this show is, of course, brought to you by none other than the official box owner. Super excited again for this week's episode because it is another medical mystery. That's right. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, and neither are many of my guests, but they do share stories in which sometimes even doctors can't explain or find an answer. So, guys, yet again, we are going through yet another tale of womanhood for women by women. And today I would love to introduce you guys to Yancy, who is my guest today. She is a multidisciplinary content creator out of Montreal, Canada. Hi, Yancy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me here. I'm super excited that you reached out to me. I also do want to preface that it is a known thing that your story will be pretty unique to any of those listeners that are in Canada, of course, because we do know the difference between medical warfare, essentially, that we experience here in the U.S. compared to Canada. Um, But before we get into it, I would love for you to start all the way in the beginning. Guys, again, this is a medical mystery. So this is Yancy sharing her story. So let's, let's get into it, girl. All right. Um, So in my early 20s, I was studying acting in a private school. And I remember one morning I felt more weird than usual. Like I knew I might have I had like PMS and oh, I, I might go on my period. And when we had to perform, I knew I was super anxious before. So I was like, oh, it's just probably PMSing and I'm anxious. So it's nothing more than usual. So I what got you, to, yeah. Well, real quick, because I just, I want us to, to be very descriptive here. What was feeling weird to you outside of maybe some anxiety that you felt? What things were triggering you to believe it was PMS or your period coming? Like, what were you feeling? Uh, I had like knots in my stomach and at times like shocks of pain. So it was just okay. like a contraction. Whoa. Okay. Great. Um, hmm. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was at times intense but in the beginning it was nothing more than oh you're just probably like having those um butterflies in your stomach because you'll perform mm. and okay you're probably going to be in your period so it was nothing more in my head than just that but I knew like in my body I felt like I was more tense than usual okay so Maybe in my head, I was like, you're probably just really, really, really stressed out about your performance today. So 
let's just keep it pushing. So I got to school early to rehearse and still was feeling weird. My, uh, my partner saw it as well. And um, we the class started. The teacher comes in and I'm like, oh, wait, my, my stomach really hurts. Like it's starting to really hurt. And it was not like stomach, stomach like with food. It was lower. So I said, okay, I'm probably going to have my period. It's, but it's more intense than usual. So I just sat in class because I didn't want to disturb. And at one point, I had to get up. And I remember getting up was the worst pain I felt. It felt like an, an acute stabbing. And in, just, your, in your abdomen. In my abdomen. And standing up was really hard. I remember I was hunched over. People were like, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Didn't want to make a, a big deal out of it. Then I went to the right. bathroom. And I was walking like hunched over, holding my stomach. I'm all right. I'll be fine. Sat on a toilet and couldn't, couldn't unbent. It, it, it was so painful. Did, were, when you went to the toilet, were, did you feel like you had to do number one, number two? Did you wipe to see if maybe your period had came? What were your thoughts to going to the restroom? Did you feel like maybe you had a bowel movement to, to make? I thought, so when, when I'm on my period, I have the, the butt cramps that really hurt. So I thought it was that. Okay. But it, it, okay. Was, it was way more intense. So I got to the toilet and I checked if I was bleeding was not the case, and I couldn't unbent. So I started to freak out, and I said, Yancy, you can't be in a panic attack in the bathroom. They don't have another key to the bathroom. <laughs> that was my first thought. They don't have another key to open the door, so <laughs> you'll be stuck. Oh it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> so I, I stood there, and I said, okay, you need to breathe. You need to calm down. I know you're stressed out. That, that That's maybe stress. I did not know what was happening. You so, literally went from... Maybe it's butterflies in my stomach. Maybe I'm just anxious. Maybe I'm stressed out. To now, at this point, you think you're just having a panic attack. Yeah. So what did you do next? Did you unbend? Did you call a doctor? Did you, did someone was someone did someone check on you in the bathroom? What happened I, next? I was in a bathroom for what seemed like an eternity, and I stayed. I was able to calm myself a little bit, but the pain was still there, so I... I managed to get out of the bathroom, go back in the classroom, and that's where all like everything started. I was incontrollably in pain, and I started to cry. I was not feeling well, and the worst part was not the pain, but it was how people handled it. I was what, in what way? So I was, I was, in, I was in pain. I did not know what was happening. Right? I thought I was like probably right? dying. You don't know what's happening, and I was with. 10 actors that just want to help. Okay. 10 people that just want to help that are touching you, that are telling you, you need to breathe. You're going to be okay. What's your address? What do you need to do? Oh my gosh. She's, she, she. 10 people at the same time trying to console you, trying to be there for you. It was so overwhelming. It was, it was as bad as the pain itself. <laughs> it didn't help. Because you also didn't know what to tell them. I didn't know what to tell them. And I felt like I need to comfort them. I'm the one in pain. You yet. in a, you're the one in pain and you wanted to comfort them. I felt I felt like it because I felt like they were chicken without heads. Like, oh, my gosh, she's not she's not all right. She needs to do this. She, and 
it didn't feel right. I felt like I was supposed to tell them, no, everything's going to be all right. I just don't know what's happening. But there was so stressed out, which stressed me out even more. In any situation when somebody gets injured, they ask people to get the fuck out and leave one person with them. They do. I was they with do. 10 people trying to help one person that's not feeling right, that doesn't know what's happening, that's having an anxiety attack, that can't speak, that can't breathe, and that's feeling acute pain in her stomach. It's, it was a shit show. It really so, was. At what point did you or someone decide to call an ambulance? I was not aware that they called an ambulance. Okay. So they did. Um, I think it was uh, the, not the owner, but the admin of the place that said, okay, we need to call an ambulance. She's not all right. And then they were trying to like search for my card. Cause in Quebec you have like a, uh, a, a card for the, um, when you, whenever you go to the doctor for your insurance. So they were trying to look for that. And then I remember the um, the people in the ambulance. How do you call them? I forgot the term. The EMTs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The EMTs came up and they trying to talk to me and I was just out of it because everybody was trying to talk to me. So I, 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 I remember I closed up. It was really right. hard to speak. It was really hard to explain what the pain was. It was really hard because I was freaking out. Right, right. And so you get in the ambulance. You get in the ambulance, and do they go with taking your blood pressure, maybe putting you on an IV bag? Like, what was that like? What, what was the ride like going to um, the hospital? So, <laughs> um, they ask if someone could come with me, and. Okay. I love that person to death, but the worst person came with me. It was a super nervous person that just couldn't shut the fuck up the whole ride. Oh, Jesus. Are you okay? Is it going to be fine? Is it going to be fine? It was the worst. So then again, I was like in pain. Right. And had someone not helping me calm down. And I remember at one point. The worst. Yeah. I remember at one point, the only thing that would calm me down was taking my phone and taking a video of the ride. And I said, shut the fuck up. I'm feeling something. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're so Gen Z with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me just oh. like. <laughs> okay, so you get to the hospital. Let's, it, let's get there. Mm -hmm. Because no, no one knew, even the EMTs. Yeah. You weren't able to really speak to them and tell them. You just knew you were still feeling this pain. Mm -hmm. You were in tears and you had started to close off. So you yep. get to the hospital. Let's talk about what things they assumed it to be off top based on how you were feeling and the symptoms they that, that you expressed to them. What were some of the things that they said? Well, maybe it's this. I was not told maybe it's this. She just... Um... I was blessed to be with a residency doctor that was really transparent and was listening to my pain, which was very validating. And it's not a lot of doctors who do that. So she said, so we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> so she said, Hey, I'm Dr. Da -da -da. Um, we don't know what's happening, but I'll be sure to be with you. Um, if you have any concerns, let me know. And um, let's just, we'll figure it out together. So they first did a pap test, a pap smear test to see if it was anything uh, there. And she said, no, everything seems fine. So that's, I'll be honest, this is weird. So I'll get you to do ultrasounds. Then they did also blood work. They did x-rays. 
So I spent the whole day in the hospital. They had no clue what it was. And still to this day, mm-hmm. I, it was never confirmed that, yeah, it was a rupture of a double ovarian cyst. But she said, it's probably that because from what we see, there's a liquid that indicated it, it, it's a possibility that that happened. Wow. So you did an x-ray, an ultrasound, a pap smear, and, and blood work. And blood work. And they, despite all the pain, they could not confirm, but said that it, because we see liquid, it might be a double ovarian cyst rupture. Yep. So what were the steps taken after that? If they said, well, this is what we think may be the reason, but we can't give you an answer. Then what? You were given meds, you were given, you were just sent home, like what did they do when they technically confirmed that they couldn't confirm what was going on with you? So I I got home and then a few days after I had a um, an appointment with my doctor and she said, oh, it's probably something that's inflammatory. So she prescribed a lot of naproxen, naproxen, I don't know how you pronounce it. Naproxen, but yep. Naproxen. Um, and that was it. Did you do any follow-ups? Did you have any conversations with your parents or siblings if they had ever experienced that? What were your conversations after, and did you have any follow-ups with the doctor? I ha- I didn't have a follow-up with the doctor um, because they said, if, if you feel pain again, come and see us, but there's nothing pointing to um, it being... dangerous okay all the tests that they did so i didn't have a follow-up with the doctors but i did have conversations with my friends and they were like that is weird did you um because because of what they said have you considered i'm gonna ask you two questions have you considered uh going to a fertility specialist to see if your ovaries in fact have any issues with them since you know the potential of an ovarian cyst rupture is something that can be damaging i do also want to ask as well same same side of the coin have you noticed your menstrual cycle to be any different since this occurred so i'll start with the second question Uh, my menstrual cycle is heavier than before okay Uh, it's it's like a heavy flow for seven days Okay. Uh, and the f- so to the first question for the fertility doctor, I have not thought about it, to be quite okay. honest. Okay. Um, I know we talked a little bit before the show when you're 25 now, and I know sometimes maybe that's just, we don't think about it until maybe we want to have children, but in a lot of the conversations that I've had on here, heavy flows have often led to other things uh, being the issues, such as like, fibroids or things in which I, again, there's so many things that could literally be happening in our, in in our reproductive system. That would be just my advice. Again, I'm not a medical doctor, but literally this show, and I don't know if any of you guys listening have felt the same. It's like, put me on pins and needles when I have conversations, even with my friends, because I'm like, Oh girl, no, I just had an episode and this girl thought it was normal and it ended up being something catastrophic. So not to be alarming, but I definitely think as women, when we 
we realize any shift of our bodies. You know what I mean? Even though, again, these doctors don't have the answers either, I think it's important to keep trying until someone has an answer for you, essentially. Um, So you start to have conversation with your friends and family, and they're like, that's just weird. You now are a content creator, and you do dive into sex ed. So because of this um, medical mystery that took place with you, I want to know if anything from this experience has led you to do your own research or find things or share about your story in ways that have changed other people. Uh, it recent, the story recently resurfaced in the sense that I kind of forgot about it. And then my friend Mm. was rushed to the hospital because she had, uh, an ovarian cyst that popped and it brought me back to when, to my situation basically. So it is scary. Wow. And yeah, it, it's it's a scary thing not to know what's happening in your body. Yeah. And to have that much pain, especially as a woman, black woman in the medical system too. Yeah, um, that part. So her not knowing what was happening just makes me think about my niece and the younger generations who who are not we were never told that ovarian cysts were a thing that that might nope. happen. It's it's odd because as far as women's health, we barely even had a class about our period. We just knew if we bled through our clothes, we could go to the women's, the the, the nurse of the school, and she had pads and tampons for us. Mm-hmm. That is it. There was no women's health conversations. So the ovarian cyst. What a cyst even is, and I had the conversation with Kiki in another episode, and I believe I did have another um, episode where we talked about ovarian cysts, but Yancey, what you're saying is completely right. What the fuck is ovarian cysts, and why did I not know that this is something that could be inside of me? Mm-hmm. It's, it, and what, then we're... No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and you get to know that when you're rushed to the hospital, not not knowing that that's what's happening, and you're told, oh, yeah, that happens. Just same as women during pregnancies that have been told everything is fine, pregnancy is amazing, Come and you come to know that it's not that pleasant, after all, for, for certain women. Right. So it makes me want to educate my niece and like the the younger women to know, hey, that's something that can happen. And this my story can be the story of other women's, too. But we need to be aware of it. Otherwise, you just start tripping. And my experience was not fun. Having 10 people and not knowing what's happening with you, trying to console you and be there for you is just traumatic in a sense, because it doesn't make me want to be feel like I'm unwell in front of people because I associate that experience with that's going to bring more attention to me and I'm going to freak out. Were you someone that was able to console in the right way your friend that experienced the ovarian cyst rupture? Like, was that a conversation that you guys spoke to after? And did you realize that the way her body was feeling was very similar to yours? Yep. Yep. Um, it was it was super similar. We didn't have an in-depth conversation because when we talked, she was in the hospital. But I do would like to have a sit down with her and just hear her story because it's. Again, we need we need to hear about that more. Yeah, I also think that that's one of the things about 
being women. A lot of the things that we go through, if we don't know a friend has gone through it, we almost feel like, how do I even share this? You don't even know what I'm talking about. I mean, I'll be honest, even my best friend going through breast cancer. I was, I was just with another friend as well who just beat cancer and with talking to him and talking to her, we only know the word cancer. We know nothing about the steps. We know nothing about the phases, the stages. We just know that it could or may not be deadly. But there's so many things as far as diagnosis, diseases, and things that unfortunately we don't even know how to pick up on the first signs. I'll be honest, even as far as our breasts, all we know is if you feel a lump, go to the doctor. What type of lump? What, what, what's right. the lump supposed to feel like? What is it going to bulge out of my titty? Is it? We don't even know, even if we feel on ourselves, what we're even supposed to be feeling for. What is a lump? That's all we know. Even for you, you now have a heavier flow than normal. But yet, no one's really been like, oh, well, maybe it could have been caused from this that happened. All of these conversations are, are necessary for each of us to not only have with our parents, but our friends. So, Yancy, I really do hope that you have that conversation with your friend because there may be signs that you missed about yourself that now you can pick up from her experience as well. Yep, true. You know? Mm -hmm. Before we get out of here, what would be a tip that you have? Again, I know you experienced something with a lot of people around you. You also try to make excuses for your pain because you didn't know where it was coming from. Mm -hmm. What bit of advice would you give to someone who may be like you, maybe at the office, maybe in class, and starts to experience a sharp pain and doesn't know what it's from? What would your advice be? And what would you have wish you told yourself if you had someone to give you advice back then? Loaded question, I know. <laughs> um... That even if it's like if, if it's a pain that you feel is abnormal, you don't necessarily have to rationalize it. You can okay. just ask for help. Do um, you think you waited a long time to ask for help? I did. You did. I did because okay. I didn't want to bring attention to myself. Like, mm. oh no, because I know people in my entourage would have probably just said, Oh, well, um, it's probably just your period, or it's probably just um you're stressed out. So I adopted that vocabulary as well. Um, mm. That's such a good question, Mandy. <laughs> Damn. No, but I think what you even just said was great in itself. To if you feel an abnormal pain, don't rationalize where it's coming from, especially if it's not going away. Mm -hmm. That's something that you may that may require immediate attention and you could possibly just make something worse by waiting for it to go away. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think just, I think you oh, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. I no, I was about to say so I actually think you did a good job answering it. So it, it add more to it. I'm here, Yancy. <laughs> <laughs> um I would also say like if you feel like you you don't necessarily understand what your PMS is Go consult a doctor and they'll tell you, okay, so this is what your pain is and this is what's happening. So the next time something feels weird, you'll know that, oh, it's because 
well, my period feels like this, so this is abnormal, and I, co- and I can go check it out. Instead of just minimizing the pain or just equating it to it's just my period. I mean, I think, like you said, it's important to then just have these conversations with the younger generation because a lot of us, even in our early 20s, mid-20s, don't understand the changes of our body. Don't understand our bodies well enough to know, yep, my breast feels sore. That means my period will be coming in the next week. Or I'm cramping. That means my period. Or now that my period's here, I know I'm going to have this much blood across this many days. Like, I now am so in tune. My shit is like clockwork. But a lot of women aren't there yet. So I think it's important to not only go to a doctor, but be able to talk to your friends. Girl, what are your symptoms when you know your period about to come? And literally just normalize that conversation so that you can even pick up on things that none of my friends said they feel this. Let me ask them. And if they're like, no, girl, never heard that before. Maybe now let me go check on something, you know? So, Yancy, I want to ask you uh, and if you could tell our audience maybe where they can find some of your sex ed videos, your social media. Drop it and let the people know, honey. (laughs) <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at Yancy, that Sherry. So it's just like Nancy, but with two eyes. Uh, and my website is www.yancysherry.com. And I will be putting all of that information in the description of this episode. But again, thank you, Yancy, so very much for joining me today on Period Sis. Thank you. If you suspect that you have an ovarian cyst, it's important for you to seek the um, evaluation of your provider um, and get the necessary tests done in order to determine whether or not you do have a cyst.